You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. (laughs) Y'all, you're hella immature. Good morning, friends. Hey, how y'all doing today? <laughs> What's so funny? Man, Alexia, we're I wanna talking laugh. crazy. I'm not saying shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it'd be nice if um, you guys could help us out sometime and let us know things that you want to talk about. Or not that you want to talk about. Although you could call us and leave a message and we can talk about those things but if there's any topics that you would like to hear about or if if you're like us and like when you're going through something you start googling and like trying to research um and you find something interesting that would be cool too or if you hear an interesting podcast oh shit sorry or anything like that (laughs) you can always um hit us up and let us know that you're interested in a topic and also we do want to get back into getting some more guests on the show um, we just haven't put the effort into doing all the extra like scheduling and stuff, but, um, we do want to bring in people so we could talk about some of the things that we're not necessarily like the most, um, educated on or for me at least. Um, so I like to have an expert here too. So if you are one of those people who really knows about a thing, hit us up. If you want to be a part of the podcast, um, I really want us to do an episode about grief. Cause, and I think somebody asked about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, I don't. I don't really know what, I mean, I can read some things, you know, but I don't really have like a huge experience with that. And I have a friend, I was like, oh, well, will you come talk about it? Um, so yeah, like we want to talk about some of these things, but sometimes it's, I think it's important to reach out to somebody who's an expert who knows about it or who has really dealt with this so they can really identify. Absolutely. And just if, even if it's things that, you're interested in that we could learn about that we maybe even haven't thought of but Sarah shout out to her for leaving a voicemail and talking about grief um so that's definitely something we're still looking into we'd love to hear your ideas and thoughts and things you want to hear us discuss because we love learning obviously and apparently you do too otherwise you probably wouldn't be here so hit us up let us know um you can email us at carly's couch at gmail.com hit us up on the website there's a form you can fill out hit us on instagram twitter i mean we're pretty much all over. You know, one thing that we maybe should do an episode about is um, what it what goes into doing a podcast or starting a podcast because um, we did a thing where we were talking to somebody about that recently and did like a workshop. But also I had a guy who called me the other day and was like, oh, I want to pick your brain about this. And then we talked about it and essentially it got to the point of the combo got to like you don't actually need to start a whole podcast for what you're trying to do sometimes maybe just trying to be a guest on one or you know whatever but we were talking about the whole thing and I looked at um, my presentation I had did at USC and I was like dang I really like listed every little step and thing out from like your artwork to the format and all those things um, so there's just a lot of topics we want to do some more tangible type stuff too um, so maybe we can do some things like that Carly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then after our conversation with Floyd, with the Fulton Fulton County, which is like where Atlanta sits, that's the art. Their arts council funded the podcast that we were on about podcasting. And I was thinking, I was like, man, we need to share this episode and possibly, like you said, answer some questions on that. Did that come out yet? Or I don't think doing? it's been dropped. But I'm gonna hit Floyd um, to see if maybe we should, mm. we could share it here too. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, or we can link to it or something. 
or upload it to our YouTube or something like that. That'd be nice. Um, but today we are going to talk about trust issues and trust and um, I don't know. Do you feel like you're a trustworthy person? Yeah. Who doesn't though? Did, would anybody right. really say, nah, I'm trash. Like <laughs> I don't see people answering, but I can understand why people would think that I'm not trustworthy though. For certain reasons, like if you're not and not, not to make this about the Lexis and open show again, but if you're not like a super open person, you know, it, people find it harder to like feel like they really know, like, eh, you know, what's the whole story? What are you saying? Who are you? Um, and I hate that. But also I'd be like, damn, I'm saying all the I'm not like lying. Like to me, it's like if I'm not just straight like lying about stuff, I feel like I should be pretty trustworthy. What's interesting is I think I'm a super trustworthy person, um, but because I am so open in the way that I am, I've been told by people who are now my friends that when they first met me, they're like, this bitch is fake. Yeah. They did not. Yeah, I think that about some people too. Or not necessarily that they're fake, but it's like, what is your reason for being extra if you don't know, you know what I mean, any context? At the same time, we always talk about how, you know, if you're, you're worthy of whatever and, you know, like... That doesn't mean somebody should be rude to you or cold to you until they get to know you, per se. But, um, yeah, that's just how some people are. I think it's more so that we shouldn't talk down on or judge people who aren't, like, real extra at first. Because it's like, well, and maybe that's a a sign of having trust issues. Because you don't necessarily want to let people in all the time. Or you don't want to feel like, hey, girl, oh, my gosh. Because if that's not real to me, then I'm being fake. So, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe that says more about their levels of trust do you think you do you think that you're a trusting person no Mm. (laughs) i'm looking like the uh, trump meme right now Mm. (laughs) uh trusting hmm i don't know maybe kind of maybe not the most and what does that mean like blindly like I don't need to see a lot to go ahead and trust somebody or maybe thinking about it as like you trust people until you don't or people have to earn your trust like what is your typical I think I kind of trust people until I don't it's just that I might not be trusting them with the most stuff you know yeah like I'm still not I'm a very slow um golly my mic is crazy today I'm a real slow like peel back person like we don't I'm not telling you the most about anything or not necessarily trusting you the most about everything until I feel like it makes sense to do so. That makes sense. I think that that's just called discernment (laughs) and like understanding levels with people. But, but I think the bigger thing is that you have to, it's like, I feel like we, we want people to trust us, but then it has to go both ways or else it's like, undermines it so what I noticed is that and I was just telling somebody this the other day I was like yo I I realized in a lot of like past situations with not really relationships but like in dating or just even like chatting you know with the guys and things like that I was like I think I've noticed a pattern where I I think I realized like yo they didn't take me seriously because I was being too kind of being too hard or like being too you know aloof or like not being so extra because it's like you know I don't really know yet but also I think I'm like yo I think they took that and was like oh, okay she's just trying to you know do whatever and not take it seriously or whatever and so then they start doing certain things and then you start doing certain things and then it's mm-hmm. like oh well or I could have just been 
I don't know if trusting is more the word, but having your guard up and down, I think maybe that connects to trust. So, um, yeah, it's like it just really kind of perpetuates and spirals however you're coming to the table, if that makes sense. I think that's a good point. And it's like you were talking about, like, trust goes both ways. And so there's a level of vulnerability or openness that you have with people. And maybe it doesn't have to. Like, Well, I think in my experience, like it kind of does. There's like a level that you have. And that also gives their comfortability, understanding all the while that we all have our own projections and things like that mm-hmm. and our own issues. But there is a level of reciprocity and like the level of things you can share with people and like how open you are about what's going on and how much they think that you either trust them. Or how much. But you know, you. the one thing about trust though is once you don't trust somebody or once somebody doesn't trust you, it's like no matter what's said, you know what I mean? Like you always is like, well, but that thing or, you know, that one lie or that one time or um or or maybe when somebody did something else to me and now I'm like, uh like you really man, it's so weird. It's like so hard to get out of that space where it's like once it's kind of messed up like what do you do um and so that's really kind of what I was thinking about when we were preparing this episode is that when there is like a violation of trust between family friends relationship whatever like what exactly is the process for being able to get back to a space where you feel like you can trust them or that they can trust you if you want them to be able to trust you um, because it's really hard. Like mm-hmm. in my experience, it really just I'm trying to think of a time, uh, where it got back. And I don't know if it got back more than it's just like, we just, the relationship just changes to where you're like, oh, okay, we're just cool. Like I'm not expecting whatever, or you're not expecting that, or, you know what I mean? We're just a little more distant. So it doesn't matter. Um, but not like there was a violation of trust and then we're like, Oh, now we're back to being best friends again. I've never really gone through that. I don't think, um and so I was trying to research some things and understand like what does that process really look like so I think that's kind of what we're gonna talk about today I think that's interesting because I'm trying to think of a time where there was a violation of trust and then we rebuilt it and went back to what it was and I don't know if that's ever happened yeah usually you just kind of move on like <laughs> all right then fam like what's, it's good like we cool whatever like I'm I'm good anyway type of thing so if there is this violation of trust like why do you want to rebuild it Mm, well, I think that's a question. That's like the first question you have to ask is, okay, something happened um, or there's something going on, whether I violated or you violated or everybody violated. And it's like, well, what are the pros or what are the, I don't know, benefits is the right word to say, because I don't want to seem like, well, dang, they do this and this and this for me, so I, I want to fix it. But at some point, I guess, I mean, nothing is just straight black and white. And there may be things about that relationship or that person or um, whatever to where it's like, you know, I'm willing to work through that because I want to get back to um, I want to get back to a space where we are mutually benefiting and enjoying each other's company or whatever that relationship is in a way that's not harmful anymore or triggering And I think that if you look at all the pros and that if they really kind of outweigh whatever that issue was or what what happened, especially because like with something like this, um, you know, a violation of trust might have been like a lie or, you know, something like people mess up. So it could have been like, Mm -hmm. oh, I, I lied about something. And it's like, dang, but I don't want that to color, you know, our whole everything that we've 
done or gone through or whatever. And so it's like, man, am you know, are we willing to figure out how to get past that thing? Because, you know, in general, it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. So I think it's worth asking, like, all right, do I really want to rebuild it and why? Um, and if you don't, because sometimes, like we said, like, if it's like, eh, okay, whatever, like, it's just isn't going to work or, you know, based on the motivations of why I lied or why I did what I did, then that points to bigger reasons why, oh, I probably shouldn't even try, you know, with you, like, maybe there's something else going on. Um, but then there may not be. So I think it's just something to kind of ask yourself. Yeah. And so looking at like, if you would want to rebuild it and then also, is it something that is beyond repair? Like, mm. I think everybody kind of has their own limits or like, yeah. like once you pass this, like we're done or like I, I can't trust you. Well, we'll this. never be done though, for <laughs> real. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I don't, what is it about some things where it's like, it's easy to be like, oh, I'm good. Like, oh, you don't never get to call me again. And then sometimes it's like, <laughs> It don't matter what they do. You still like, so, so uh, let's talk about it. You're gonna come over and talk about it. <laughs> Next day, like, oh, okay, act like not everything's cool and it ain't. Um, Man. Yeah. yeah, that is true because there are those things where it's like, that happens and I'm just done. Or like you tend to linger in other situations. That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think if it's something where somebody violated your trust that I think that that point where you're just like, oh, I'm good on that. Like I'm over it is if you're really, really in a space of, like, self-love and in a space where you really know, like, what you want, this does not correlate, this does, you know, this violates or this undermines the type of friendship I want or the type of relationship I want or the type Mm. of whatever I want. And if you're really, really there, then I think at least you know, right? Even if you kind of know that, but you're still kind of like, oh, but if they say I'm sorry or whatever, you know, whatever. But the the deeper you are in that kind of space, the easier I think it is to – no, like if this is just something you should cut off um but it gets kind of messy i think it gets super messy and i think for me like how i know when it's not or those spaces are things that go against my values or if you've just shown yourself to to have a character that like i just don't want close to me like i can love the hell out of you but love you from a distance and i've had that happen before it's like yeah. somebody did something forgiving them like cool i still love you but like we can't be cool like close yeah and that's actually yeah that hasn't been that hard to do I think um as I've gotten older too because really like the more I really feel like I know what love is it really is like letting people be who they are type thing Mm -hmm. and so like hey I can't force anything like you know I can do whatever I can do to try to make a thing better or to make you know something work or whatever but if it doesn't like or you know whatever you're trying to do like I want you to be happy or to be sure or you know to feel secure or feel like you can trust me and if you don't then I don't you know that's what I've been trying to figure out I was like well what can I what could I do you know um but yeah sometimes that is just kind of letting folks go um and it's also important I think in if you're trying to rebuild trust with somebody that you kind of make sure that you both are on the same page about what you mean by that and uh, what you expect out of trust like what does trust even mean to you Carly oh man um caught me off guard um trust Ooh, that's a good question mm, it's one of <laughs> I feel like it's one of those words that I know what it means inherently but you asked me to describe it and I'm like the um trust is me feeling like I can <clears throat> be vulnerable and open with you and there's like a level of confidence mm-hmm. I have in our relationship that um you'll it's like kind of how love is opportunity 
to be yourself with somebody and giving them like being vulnerable is giving people all the ammunition they could to like hurt you or break you, but trusting them not to. Mm. So it's like allowing it's a trust is a, is Ooh, a so trust thing. means being open. Oh man. Oh man. I might just realized uh, something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I might've been wrong. Okay. Continue. Paradigm shift. <laughs> um, yeah. As it's, and I'm trying to describe it in this like piecemeal roundabout way, but it's um, where a brave space, meaning like that I feel safe enough to bring my full self and to be open about things with you and and share things with you. And hopefully you share are able to feel the same way with me. Mm-hmm. I think that's for sure. Part of it. Um, other parts of trust, I think, are. Trusting someone means like letting them do their own thing trusting someone means not checking behind them or checking for things um and trusting someone i think means going into situations for lack of a better word like going into your day going into situations going into your convos as if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and by that i mean like um, like if your man comes out of the bathroom or something, not being with his phone, not being like, oh, you was in that text of bitches. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not coming from that space, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, mm. But to treat people as if they're doing the right thing, like treating people like they're where they're supposed to be is trusting that they are. Yeah, this sounds a lot like love to me um, as we're describing it as like, Trusting is like... You have to trust somebody if you love them? I guess so. I think I have to trust you to love you. At least to love you with, like, a closeness. Because I can, like, love people mm-hmm. from afar and not trust them with a penny. But people who are close to me, like, for sure, there's a huge level of trust. But it's trusting that people are going to do what's best for themselves and letting them do that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man, loving without attachment. <laughs> one thing, too, that... That I read and I think, but I don't, everybody doesn't seem to agree, is that you can view trust as a choice. But also people, going back to what you said about comparing it to love or, you know, the closeness and relationship to love, um, a lot of people don't think of love as a choice either. So um, maybe that's kind of like the similar thing. Um, But for me, I think it's helpful to view trust as a choice in that if there is a violation... And if, you know, I've assessed and we think, okay, we can still repair this or I want to do better or you want to do better or whatever, and we go through that process, you really kind of at some point, to me, this is my opinion, I feel like at some point you do have to be like, okay, I trust you. And like, yeah, like there's things in the back of your head or like something has happened, but you kind of have to choose to like not dip your toes into that all the time or like, to catch yourself if you're kind of triggered by an old thing or like, you know, like I feel like at some point you have, it has to be behind you. Um, but in my discussions with people, they were also like, yeah, but you know, the past matters. And it's like, I, I hear that too, where it's like, you know, that's still very much a part of the story or a part of who you were or are. And so why should it, like, if you violated that trust, then, how can I just choose to go against that as if that didn't happen or as if that's not, you know, a thing? Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it. I think you have to take those things into consideration, but if you're still choosing to rebuild trust with somebody, 
you got to let that shit go. You have, to choose, to, you have to choose to rebuild. Like that was a choice. You have an, just like, I think love is a choice every day. Mm. Like you have a choice to opt in and to choose the people in your life. And if you're choosing actively to rebuild with somebody, like maybe like we talked about getting on the same page, like maybe that's something y'all work on. Like if they lied to you or cheated on you or, you know, whatever, like you, you actively rebuild, but at some point you can't let that color everything that they are because then are you really trusting them or are you only trusting them as much as you can control them and can control the situation because that's not really trust well or maybe you're trying to figure out how to trust them and or you know you kind of have those trust issues but also Mm -hmm. you may i can i can see how you could want to trust somebody but it's a struggle and Mm -hmm. also you're like man like this isn't it's hard like I, i do still keep thinking about that thing or I don't know, you know, I don't know if I could trust you because I don't even know if this situation might come up again or, you know what I mean? Like, you don't even really know. So that's, and that's precisely the reason I'm like, well, if you, if you really think that you want, you kind of want it more than you want to have that issue, like that you have to just choose to not focus on it. I don't know. Maybe that's just one of those things it's hard to really do and for real yeah I think you take it into account but I just think it can't color all of your experiences because then you're like carrying this weight into a space like if it's like not giving somebody a clear slate it's like yeah you can come back and we can rebuild but then you not giving them all the blocks that they need to rebuild well I think in this case though if you're in that space where it's like I don't know if I can really trust you that you're in a space where you don't you know you're not that person who's trying to like rebuild or you or that's what you need to still assess um, so if you're coming to the table like that, then maybe, maybe you can still talk and air things out, but you know, and, and, you know, when we talk about having conversations and we talk about getting through things, sometimes there is no, like everybody wins type thing. Like maybe the person really is like, yeah, I just, we could talk about it, but like, I just, I don't see myself trusting you. And then you got to be okay with that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you always have to be okay with whatever the other person says. Trust me, man. <laughs> just, man, just trust me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> trust me. Um, so getting on the same page is super important. Being able to air it out with each other, like you said, and having these real conversations like, yo, you violated me or whatever, and like letting people know how you feel. And also, I think being open to hearing their reasoning, not that it changes that they hurt you or whatever happened, but like just being able to air it out with each other and talking about how they, how either you violated them or they violated you. Yeah. And that's difficult too, because it's real hard in conversations like that when somebody's telling you what you did to not be defensive. And it's so hard not to want to be like, yeah, but I did that because you did, or, you know, like, and it's Mm -hmm. always so many pieces that it's like, that's, I guess that's really where listening is important and really trying to understand where they're coming from. But that that also needs to go both ways. So, you know, really trying to listen to the person and you being able to air things out about how you feel. We've talked about this enough where, you know, instead of just like accusing people, even though, of course, it, it's going to come across sometimes, you know, as an attack or whatever. But, um, you know, talking about how you feel and what happened to you and the way you reacted or the way you handled something or whatever it is, focusing on it from that space and really putting it all out there so that it's not one of those things that drags on. Cause I think these things tend to drag and drag and drag and drag because it's like, what's the solution? Like you, you kind of like almost having this, like this jab and now you got this jab and it just keeps going. Um, yeah. And I just, I think it's better to just air it all out and it's really difficult too. 
for me at least. I know it's difficult. No, I think I think it is. Like these difficult conversations aren't fun for anybody. Um, and so I think that that's huge being able to air it out. Then also coming to like y'all both airing out what you want from it. Like if you want to rebuild that relationship, like what does that look like? Does that involve an apology? Does that involve, you know, us working to rebuild? How does that look for us re- rebuilding that trust and what can that look like? So I also think not just airing it out in ter- terms of violations, mm-hmm. but also in solutions mm-hmm. and like what you want from a situation. Cause if you go into it with just, this is just how it got messed up. It's like, okay, well how can we fix it? If, even if you want to, or maybe like, I don't know yet. Yeah. I think part of the process is also, um, so understanding like each person's issue or the person's issues, what your part was in it. Um, and then what would you like to see or what don't you want to see? Like if you're having a trust issue um, where somebody, you know, wasn't communicating with you appropriately or if they're talking to somebody else or something or um, said something about you, whatever those things are, then you might your thing might be OK. It's kind of triggering seeing um, you do certain things or maybe they're on their phone all the time or maybe you are the way you're communicating isn't, is like kind of triggering different things. Um, so I think it's important to understand like what that looks like for the other person, because if you really want to rebuild that trust, then I should want to be, have a little bit more effort into like what I'm doing or how I'm doing things in the way that will help them feel secure. Because I think, um, when trust is broken or violated, that it's really kind of a, Maybe for the most part, maybe for the situations I'm kind of thinking about, it's like you don't feel as secure now because like eh, you might be doing or eh, I don't know if I could trust this or what you're saying, what you're doing, any of that. And so, like, how can you help make that person feel secure? I think that's important to listen to and to try to do as well. Absolutely. I love that helping make the other person feel secure in them actually having an understanding of what that could look like. Um, apologies are big. And I think it's important to understand like why you're sorry instead of just being like, you know, yo, my bad. Like understanding like what are you actually sorry for? But you know what I got in trouble for um, was I was being very sorry about something. So I violated some trust and then I was real sorry. Like I'm extremely sorry. But my problem is they didn't they didn't think that I was remorseful. And I was like, damn, I don't know. Like, am I supposed to cry? Like, am I supposed to, what am I supposed to do to like make you feel like I um not I'm sorry, but that like that I, like I really I don't like I don't even know what this is. <laughs> so I was like, I'm sorry. Like I don't I don't know how else to show that. But then I was reading about it because I was like, man, what what does it mean to like be remorseful? And and some of the stuff I was reading, they were like, yeah, like you can be sorry, but like ask yourself like do you really not care? Like, do you really like, why are you sorry? Like, you know what I mean? Are, are you really like feel bad about it or not? Or, and, and I'm, to be honest, I kind of did find myself being like, damn, I really, in my head, like I really didn't think that was that big of a deal as much as they did. And I guess that's the problem. But I'm like, how do I change my thinking to think that this thing that to me is like, okay. Um, and it's not all the way. Okay. But you know, um, but how do I change my thinking for it to be as serious to me as it was to them? Because people, you know, take things differently. Things that might hurt me may not hurt them or the other way around. And so it's kind of like a case of that to me where I'm like, all right, like it's not that big of a deal, but like it's a really big deal to them. Um, so I, I think remorse 
and really being remorseful and showing it apparently is important, but I'm just not, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I think I'm a robot. <laughs> watch my robot dance. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch the video for that. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> um, I think remorse is important, but it's funny when you started talking about it. I was like, "How do you show remorse?" Yeah, I was like, "Damn, bitch!" I was, I was like, "I wish I could cry on command right now because I don't even know what else to fucking do." I don't, and I don't know. And I was like, "Man, let me Google the definition of remorse to see like what that actually is." But I think the way that like things don't they're not always going to mean the same thing. Like, so something that's really big to you is not, might not be big to me and vice versa, but because it's a big deal to you, it's a big deal to me. And sometimes you don't know that until you get to that part with a person, but yeah. now, you know, now you can treat it more carefully. Um, but maybe that's part of, I like, feel like I care because they care. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't know if that's enough. So that is when they were like, yo, if you really feel like you don't, again, not that you don't care enough. I wish I knew exactly the language they had used, but they were like, yo, if you're not feeling, you know, it as deeply as they are, then ask yourself why or if you really don't think you did anything or whatever, and that's a problem. Remorse is deep regret or guilt for a wrong committed. And I think that goes to people saying, like, are you, do you feel bad because you did it and you understand why mm -hmm. it's harmful to me? Or are you just sad that I you out caught or that I'm upset? Yeah, 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 exactly. And I think because I'm too nonchalant, or maybe I should say too, but like because I'm nonchalant and I could be like, I'm really sorry, I should, like, you know, whatever. And that doesn't look, I think it just doesn't look the part. So that's why I was like, man, I really could use a tear right now. Um, yeah, it just doesn't look like it. But mm -hmm. but for me, I come from a space of just like I'm processing it. I'm being logical. like, And, and I'm really just saying the words that I want to say. But I could understand why you're like, man, you're just saying that type of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, if you're talking about the factors and ways that you can best keep each other or, or make each other feel secure or not let that violation happen again. Um, I think a huge part also is forgiveness, not just of the other person, but honestly more of yourself sometime. Because if, if somebody's violated my trust, and this is what I've found with me, is that sometimes it's like uh, hard on you because it's like, oh man, did I make a bad decision with this person or um, am I part in this? Like, can I, can you forgive yourself? Because if you, if you can't forgive yourself, then there's kind of like other issues I think that stem off of it also. Yeah, that's huge. And there's a point, man, I'm trying, there's a point to that um, that I remember reading that I was like, Oh man, that was really good. And I, ha I did not just say it, but, um, but yeah, I think that's just always something to remember too. Like anytime you're you're thinking about forgiving other people, it's kind of a big thing for you to like forgiving yourself and assessing um, things you may be kind of feeling guilty about as well. I think that that's huge. And starting with self um, as always, and also maybe even forgiving yourself for like putting yourself in the situation like, oh man, I should never trust this person. Like that can also be a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so just making sure you're not going down that rabbit hole, but then just looking into what are those things that are important to you and like, why is this uneasiness or feelings of like untrustworthiness? Like, why could that be lingering for you and what, and what's happening? Mm -hmm. And also in this like conversation or in, you know, attacking this like topic with somebody about rebuilding trust, a big thing is space and time because just having a conversation isn't 
It like isn't ever just it. Like we already talked about how it kind of drags on anyway. A lot of times because maybe the combo is not as productive or because maybe you're kind of at a stuck place in the combo um, where things get heated or, you know, you can't, you're not expressing things right or the way you want to. Um, but it's important to understand for you what kind of time and space you need, the other person, what kind of time and space they need. Again, regardless of who violated who or what happened, um, it may sometimes you need space away from the situation to really think about what you want or think about how you want to move forward, think about what you need, and the same for them as well. So that has to be respected um, to where you can't just, which I feel like we do a lot is just kind of, go back to like regular combo or like sitting jokes and stuff. And it's like, and I'm still kind of trying to, you know, process that thing or figure that out. Um, so definitely a big thing is to give space. I think the most important is thinking about like, what are those agreements that need to be in place and those understandings so that we can move forward with how we want to. And maybe that's after you take that time and that space from that person. And maybe you come back and be like, okay, like I really appreciate our friendship and I want to work on rebuilding that trust. And here's what that looks like for me. Yeah. I, Hopefully that can be kind of the conclusion to everything to where we can both agree on how we're going to move forward. Um, hey, I'm not, you know, I'm going to be more honest. Or I'm going to do more of what I say I'm going to do or I'm going to, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I'm going to be more on time. Like it could, these could be little things too that mm -hmm. build up and then kind of violate trust over time as well. It doesn't have to be nothing super deep. Um, but what you're doing, how you're doing it, how we're going to communicate, how we're going to approach things in the future. I think all of those things you can agree on so that you at least have a foundation upon which you're, it's clear if it's breached um, mm -hmm. by both of you, one of you, um, or the other. So very important. Yep. So making sure you're on the same page, airing it out taking time and space, thinking about what it is that you need and then agreeing on that or agreeing to disagree and realizing that sometimes the best resolution is to dissolve things. Yeah, trust is very difficult, I think. Like, it's one of those things, man. Once it's messed up, it's like, ooh, to me, if it really feels like the only option you have is to, like, choose to forget about it, kind of. But, I mean, I get why you don't. I, everybody doesn't move the same. For me, I'm, I'm very much a, it's a new day type person. Um, to where even if I'm if my trust is violated and if we have enough of a discussion where it's like you're apologizing I understand kind of where you came from with it because you gotta listen to people too where they came from they might not have been trying to hurt you they may have just been trying to avoid something or whatever you never mm -hmm. really know until you talk about it but it, it, I feel like if somebody expresses that to me I, I think now I just move so much more quickly as far as being like okay, if you're saying trust you, like if somebody tells me I, to trust them or they tell me like, hey, this is what I'm not doing or this is what I'm doing, then I can move forward with that. But if it's not clear and it's like something's happened but we never really clearly said what's going to change or what's different or you never really said, oh, I'm, I'm going to not do this anymore, then it's like kind of always going to be in the back of my mind. So um, for me, I think the clarity is very important. And for me, it's figuring out when I'm the violator figuring out how to approach it. I think that's almost harder. Like it feels really crazy when it's like you actually are sorry about something or you want to move past something, but they're not really letting you. And so maybe that's an ego thing as well, where you have to be able to just like let them do, you know, what they think they need to do. Man, that definitely happened to me. 
Um, <laughs> damn, they left you. <laughs> Done, son. But in that time and space that we took took apart, we came back and, you know, they were just like, yeah, like, I'm good. And I was like, you know, in the time and space, like, I'm good, too, with this. Yeah. Because even though I hurt you unintentionally, like, heard why, I still wouldn't change my actions because I they were very in alignment with my values. And they couldn't accept that. And mm-hmm. that's okay. And so it's cool. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it was like a little bit of ego. Like, damn, like all of this, we just going to let go. But okay, cool. All yeah. right. It's, uh, the closer you are to it, maybe the more difficult it is. Like I just added back um, a guy I used to date a long time ago. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, I can follow him on stuff because I don't care anymore. Like I don't care what he's doing or what he's saying because it doesn't really matter to me. So it's like I can actually just be their friend. So you're right. It just takes the time to kind of get out of a space or just maneuver for for yourself and then figure it out so um hopefully you guys got something out of this convo on trust issues um what did i get out i got out of it what was it that earlier that i was like damn i think you fucked me up talking about um being, being open. open yeah so maybe that's a sign that if i you know that you're not tr- as trusting as you think if you're not open with the person so that's something for me to think about for me out of this lesson. And then also still learning about remorse and how to express that or how to how to actually really be sorry. <laughs> or like, I don't know, like, is there more to that than what I thought or what I think? Because um, I'm not used to like hurting people's feelings for real. Like, I'm really not. Um, I'm not that person. But when they are, it's so, it's so hard and confusing to me because I'm like, Oh, why can't we just move on? But it doesn't, that's not how life is, you know, or not for everybody, so. Yeah, and that's that's important. I think for me, I realize that I might not be as trusting as I think I am. <laughs> um, I'm very trusting. Why you say that? Because um, when we when I started talking about how it's like love and being open and letting people be themselves and trusting them to do You'd whatever, and I was like, niggas. ooh, that was, <laughs> I may or may not have had a whole thing this week about that. But anyway, <laughs> exactly. we're going to go with not, but definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> that has That's on something that has nothing to do with me, like not an inkling to do with me. But I was mm-hmm. like, why am I upset about this? But you got to be smart, too, because um you know you put your hand on the flame and get burned and then you're not gonna just throw it right back in there either and so all of these steps and all of that working together and working through a thing is very important because otherwise like we we I guess we have trust issues for survival reasons to a degree um and I think as we always say based upon the way you were raised and your experiences in life projections you bring to the table and baggage Mm -hmm. and all those things um maybe factors in particular cases and so just something to examine think about you know where you've had trust issues or do now or which side you stood on um how you dealt with it we'd love to hear about that if you have any interesting stories or if you have any tips on rebuilding or repairing trust i'd like to hear about that as well or apologizing and being remorseful. Um, I would also like to hear about that. And Tag me. That. <laughs> Let's Let us know. And this week's question of the week is... No, I have no question. The question is, what did you get out of this episode? Okay. So what did y'all get out of this episode? <laughs> Hit us at Carly's Couch, at Lextopia, at CC Fierce, and Carly Carpio on Instagram. Let us know. See you next week. Bye, y'all.